0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. A little bit tired. I've been going to bed a little bit earlier, but I've been getting up a lot earlier, checking in on foreign markets, seeing what the stories are, seeing, reading as much research as I can. One of the angles that is coming out of this COVID scenario is we're throwing a lot of stimulus at an economic shutdown. States are going to start pulling some of that economic shutdown off the table. If it goes well, that's a positive. And you could look at China or you could look at Georgia. Um, just kind of see where the test model you want to go is. Is Georgia, is Georgia going to get, you know, a lot more sick and dying people? Because they're saying it's okay to go to beaches? Or does it backfire? But we should start seeing some economic activity, which is good because we've just had five weeks of laying off a lot of people. And it's going to be six weeks. But next Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday, we're going to get a jobs report, an employment report. And it's going to be a shocking number, moving from almost record unemployment to probably pretty close to record unemployment. Almost record low. Okay, yeah. That's what I was trying to say, low to high. It's a big swing. Um, Amongst lower-income adults in the United States, 52% of them say that someone they live with has lost their job. In the middle-income tier, 42% say that they live with someone who has lost their job. In higher-income households, that number is down to 32%. About 22 million individuals filed for unemployment in the last four weeks. That number is over 25 million now. If you look at it on a five-week period instead of a four-week period. But Again, you tend to blend data into months and quarters. You never look at it on one reading. Adults with lower income, around 37500 a year. They comprise a greater share of those who've lost their job or taken a pay cut due to the economic crisis. A lot going on, right? Apple has a mountain of cash. Did they buy when things were really, really bad? Or are they waiting for it to go really, really bad again? And that's some of the ins- answers we didn't get during earnings season. And we're in earnings season. The numbers that Delta and Continental, um, Delta and America, American Airlines have shown us are awful. They're saying in the month of May, they'll fly 10% of the flights they flew last May. There's going to be job cuts in September. The airlines technically aren't allowed to do job cuts now due to the fact that they've taken money from the government. But come September, and oh, what's happening in November? Oh, yes, yeah, so an election. Trump's hope of getting the economy into full gear before the election, I do not think is realistic. Um, the CEO of Live Nation has said there's not going to be live events till 2021. So, let's just say he may have a clue we're not going to be flying again until 2021. And that implies, you know, we don't have to look at the Super Bowl and go like, Whoa, let's think about that for a second. Are we going to have the NFL this year? Big draft night. Um, we're going to have to have a mandate that says, you know, athletes can go back and train for three to four weeks before we can get sports up and going again. And then just, Pray tell if one of those athletes gets COVID during that period of time, is the whole thing derailed? It might be. That's what's going through a lot of people's minds right now. Last hour, I talked a little bit about Fortnite, and they've raised some money recently, to the tune of evaluation of about fifteen billion. The Fortnite video game maker and owner of House Party app has exploded in popularity during the pandemic. Uh, just as it was starting to fade. Oh, crazy numbers. It looks like it's going to have a cartoonish fight to the death finish, and they look like they're in a good position. Epic Games is based in North Carolina, but they're also co-owned by a a company named Tencent out of Asia, which probably has helped a lot in the distribution of Fortnite in overseas markets. But there is some action out there. BMW said they're going to pour billions into eSports tournaments. So in the coming days and weeks, we may be watching people like Thresh... Battle Ninja live on ABC. It's ESPN tonight. Winner gets a million dollars sponsored by BMW. That's legitimate. BMW is for real. Just throwing that out there for you. Other things to consider at this point in time, as far as stories go. NBC Universal's Peacock. Was supposed to debut. It's a latecomer streamer. Netflix had already been out for years. Disney's now been out for long enough for Mandalorian to go into production of season three when we haven't even seen season two. But NBC Universal latecomer streamer is debuting with a lot less fanfare. And that may actually be a good thing for them. Gives them a little bit more time to get more content there, it gives them a little bit more time to do a soft launch, work out some of the technical issues, than do a harder launch. As people start tiring of, oh, I've seen everything on Amazon Web or on Amazon Prime. Oh, I've seen everything on Netflix. So they've reset their expectations. Peacock has been delayed um, the, the majority of its original shows until 2021. So, they're going to have good growth comparisons in versus 2021, 2020. This is a thesis that we've been talking a lot about this week. 2019, great numbers in the world economy. 2020, not so good. 2021, somewhere in between those two. But if you're a streaming service and you say, oh, yeah, we only had 3 million people sign up initially. And next year, you do a hard launch where you're having Punky Brewster and all the other shows that they're going to debut. Saved by the Bell. I didn't know there was a pent-up demand for Punky Brewster and Saved by the Bell, but apparently there is. Maybe they'll do a reboot of one of your favorite shows. Um, good news if you're a TV content producer. Shows like Full House don't have to leave their old network. They could be rebooted by them instead of going to Netflix, right? More competition. More competition. Ugh. I did this story yesterday, but I think it's bears repeating. Video game sales, hardware sales, software sales, joysticks are up 35% year over year. Keep in mind, a lot of people can't get microphones and headsets right now because they, they feel uncomfortable going to Best Buy. And you're finding that Amazon just won't ship stuff that isn't essential. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Target says they're seeing Cyber Monday-sized transactions every day. There's a winner. New home sales plunged in the month of March. Expedia is raising billions of dollars as travel is stalled. Another company that you just can't imagine having it worse. Disney with theme parks and movies. Um, with sports networks like ESPN. But this is not good for the travel companies like Expedia. They get the, the transaction. They get the commission of selling you a plane ticket kind of thing. And no one's buying plane tickets. You find me online at newfocusfinancial.com or com. You can drop me an email, rob at roblackshow.com. I'm Rob Lack, talking to all things financial. Thanks for listening. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So this is my kid's favorite band. And I found him last year by listening to Bottle Rock on SiriusXM Satellite. Bottle Rock is one of those concerts where young people get together and they all dance and sweat and wear hippie clothes and have a good time. They make their music with something called Pro Tools. They mix their music with Pro Tools. And like you could hear at one point in the song, the guy goes, here here we go. And that's the guy, the conductor on the New York City Metro or the New York City. um Here we go. Here we go. And I'm, it's all done with Pro Tools. So guess what I'm learning right now is Pro Tools. Because <laughs> I have the time. That's all I'll say. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. But that brings up a lot of things. It brings up, obviously, the um, subway in New York. Crowded people. It brings up concerts like Bottle Rock. Crowds of people. Music, dancing, putting your hands up in the air like you just don't care. Crowded people. Um, Pro Tools. Um, there's a positive that's coming out of this, right? I'm learning. Uh, one of their songs I was studying, I was breaking it down. I saw the breakdown in pro tools. They have an elephant sound and you're like, why do you have an elephant sound in it? And then you're like, oh, I can't unhear that. Um, but it's a pretty complex program. So I picked that up yesterday. I'm starting to run out of things to pick up. If you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm way too good at crossword puzzles, not crossword puzzles, but puzzle puzzles. Puzzle puzzles. Um, A lot going on right now. I think one of the positives, and I tend to say when you're buying a stock, come up with five reasons to buy and five reasons to sell. Or maybe five reasons to buy, and they're typically the same five reasons to sell. Um, when I used to look at Target and Walmart, I would say, yeah, they can't really compete with Amazon. Now, in this current environment, I'm like, They're doing a pretty good job. Target said, Cyber Monday-sized online sales boom. Okay, Cyber Monday, let's think about that. It's been a while since we were there, right? Thanksgiving's on a Thursday, then there's the Cyber Friday, or the Black Friday, followed by the Small Business Saturday. I guess Sunday's a day of rest. Can't do it all in five days, can we? But Monday's Cyber Monday, and that's a big one. <clears throat> for Target to say people are at their computers buying stuff and we're delivering same-day online services have especially gained popularity. That's a shift. Now, you know who that's really bad for in my opinion? More bad news for small businesses. Um as we get more and more of our goods from Target, Amazon, or Walmart delivered, um, If the small business doesn't have that ability to deliver it, who gets the hammer? I'd get a hammer from either Target or Ace Hardware, small business. I don't know how much online stuff they do. I probably shouldn't use them as an example because that's not a good example. But you get the idea. Target said, in the last few weeks, volume has been up to seven times greater than normal. Wow. So do I think that's investable? I think I found one more reason to think it's investable. Is it investable today? That may be a little too soon. But that's where you come in and you start figuring this stuff out. Domino's Pizza sales up 7%. In one of the most surreal interviews you're ever going to see, if you get a chance to see the Anderson Cooper interview with the mayor of Las Vegas, uh, she wants to open up Las Vegas. And he rubs his eyes numerous times. Like, he is so unprofessional, but she doesn't seem to... She's like, ah, you rascal, you're out to get me. (laughs) I don't know. I find TV interesting because I work in it, sort of. Um, Earnings results have been wide-ranging, and it gives a lot of industry perspective right now. Um, Number of misses, number of beats, but it means nothing. So, beating, expectations, Eli Lilly, stunning number, big drug company. Domino's Pizza, Lamb Research, Las Vegas Sands. But Las Vegas Sands said, you know, it looks rough. People don't want to come into our casinos that we pump oxygen through, recycled air. They don't want to sit at our tables. People smoke. They drink. They cough. Smokers cough. Cards get touched and such. But he, you know what Las Vegas Sands said? It's a little confusing. He said, Macau's coming back nicely. I know you're saying, Las Vegas? No, Then no Macau. Las Vegas Sands owns casinos in Cal China as well. they said it's coming back fast. Like, whoa. Union Pacific, Great Quarter, CSX Corporation, good train companies. Now, they're both doing good because we still need stuff, right? There's there's not going to be a day where we don't need stuff. Although there's a New York Times article that I do not suggest you read if you want to um, have a peaceful day. It's basically saying the number of people in the world are going to who starve. This isn't the great equalizer. A lot of people think this is the great equalizer. This COVID, sit in your house, do nothing, kind of thing. They're saying in a New York Times article that countries like uh, Ethiopia, more and more people are going to die because it's just less and less food. And you're like, whoa! And you've now seen three pork factories shut in the United States. That's a lot. We don't exactly have a pork factory on every corner. And the idea of slitting a hog's throat, bleeding it out, cutting it up, um, next to a guy who's coughing (laughs) doesn't do me any good. Why is the guy next to me coughing in my fantasy? Well, because no one wants to, uh, to kill animals and watch them bleed out and send pork chops to the East Coast or West Coast, right? So you smoke. That's my assumption. I know you're saying that's a stretch. But we get your point, Rob. Uh, Boston Beer Company, bad bad numbers. Even though they've got Truly. Now, Truly is the hard seltzer that's competing with the claw, White Claw, Um, which, be careful. Those drinks look a lot like carbonated water with some fruit in them. That's all I'm going to say. Don't get your kids drunk. Um, Blackstone, bad quarter. Hershey's, bad quarter. Alcoa, Discover Financials, bad quarter. So, it's very, very mixed. Um, Target said same-store sales up 7% this quarter. But they also acknowledged that even though they're feeling like it's Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday every day, they're saying people aren't buying TVs right now which have big, fat profit margins for us. People are buying loaves of bread, toilet paper, things that are a little bit less profitable still takes someone to go grab it, someone to pack it, someone to send it. Um, A lot of that can be automated, as you know, but their labor costs are going up because they have to try to provide for a safe labor environment, right? And thanks for all the people who are deemed essential that probably aren't as essential as you would imagine, like doctors and nurses, but the fruit pickers who are illegal immigrants, 99% of the time it feels like, they're considered essential. What would we do without fresh fruit right now? It's a good question. Initial claims for the week decreased by eight hundred ten thousand, but that is very very misleading. Um, to four point four million. See the number the number was higher last time, and it's usually around three hundred thousand. So four point four million still tells you this is a record high number of people being unemployed. We'll talk about that because that's obviously a big driver of the market. So you find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Take note if you invest in retail stocks. Target continues to chart the path in terms of expectations for retail sector investors. Target revealed a business experience wild swings in sales by major shopping departments. Mm -hmm. Serious fundamental shift in how goods and services are consumed during a nationwide health epidemic. Shopping is shifting from stores and online to primarily online only. And that's made Target a less profitable business. When you go, you have a cashier that stands there and rings up lots and lots of lots of people. They've got clerks that stock the shelves overnight. Right now, what they're doing is they're running stuff all out of factories and um, shops, so to speak, and putting all the stuff in boxes and sending them out. A little bit more expensive. Digital sales are up 100 plus percent. Sales in stores are down slightly. I'm a little bit, I guess you could say, surprised by that. Food and essentials are up 20%, hard lines are up 16%, apparel down 20%. There was a silly, silly, silly story running through a couple weeks ago that now that we're doing all of our business meetings on Zoom, we're not buying pants, we're just buying shirts. So we're saving half as much or something like that, it's silly. But the data kind of shows that with Target, we're not buying a lot of apparel, down 20% year over year, awful. And again, I don't care if you like Target or not. I'm not trying to like make a case for it that way. Um, and kind of more so implying like this is what other retailers could expect. So if you're, I haven't thought about like Banana Republic public sends me an email every day, it feels like. I haven't even thought about buying anything. I don't even know if they deliver it. Um, I'm a little bit lost as far as what's being delivered to what's not being delivered. Target's going to extend its temporary $2 an hour wage increase until May 30th. That's good of them. Um, They're adding 80,000 shipped workers. Shipped is a word that can get me in so much trouble with the FCC. It's S-H-I-P-T. And it's one of those businesses that started in the 21st century, essentially, and had to make up how to spell it because the other version of it was already taken. We're going to run out of names. Um, but watching target stock trade is pretty interesting. Oil, you know, I have not done the market numbers a lot today. I should probably focus on those at least once or twice. It's a good day. Dow's up 300. But that's just 1.1%. We're so used to 4 and 5 and 6% moves up and down that this feels boring. NASDAQ's up, S&P 500, all up about 1.1%. Small caps are doing a little bit better as far as the sector goes. If you listen to CFP Chad Burton show for the last couple of years, he's talked about the underperformance of small caps and how that should be an area that should be seeing some action on based on valuation. Four point four million Americans filed for unemployment. The jobless claims now top twenty six million in the last five weeks. Jeff Bezos is out there saying, you know, not Jeff Bezos, but Elon Musk is saying, I don't know if it's such a great idea um, bailing out oil companies. <laughs> he's almost like. <laughs> It's interesting because Bezos and Elon Musk are people who are actually gaining net worth right now in a world that feels like it's losing a lot of net worth. Um, Zoom video com- communications. I, I think I should throw this out there. The founder, a guy named Eric Juan, saw a one billion jump in his total net worth. Not bad for a pandemic. Um In the last decade, billionaires' wealth in the United States jumped 80.6% when adjusted for inflation. Not as good as the stock market, but uh, you get the idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Um, I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live update later today, probably around noon Pacific time. If you want to dial in, you can find me at Cron4RobBlack. I'll post it to the Facebook page at KDOW as well. Uh, The virus's job loss toll has risen to 26 million. That's something that we're going to see the numbers on next Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday, the first Friday of the month. The employment news is going to look grim. Layoffs are continuing. And again, when you look at the chart, it's kind of a clothesline chart. Um, You see just these teeny, tiny little numbers for layoffs for five years. And then you just see a massive spike that looks like the Empire State Building. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, I've seen one oil company cut their dividend. You're going to see more oil companies cut their dividend, and they should cut their dividend, in my opinion. And this is where I'm getting preachy, because they're seeing a bad time. And it's funny because I I don't believe in this argument. But there's some people that do that. My grandmother owns shares of Exxon. How dare you say let's take away that that dividend? That would be a good thing. It would be a bad thing for my grandma. Granny needs that money. Oh, I get it. (laughs) I'm just telling you, Granny's stock will be worth zero if companies have to raise money in this current environment and they don't have enough to pay their dividends. If you can save a couple billion by not paying your dividend, don't pay your dividend. Don't be a hero right now. 10 year Treasury sits at 61 basis points. The VIX is calming down a little bit, but off exaggeratedly high levels. U.S. business activity hits a record low. There's some data that comes out that I don't do a lot of, um, I don't spend time with on air. Business activity is one of them. It plumbed, plumbed, plummeted. It could be a plumb. It plumbed. It plumped up. Nope. It plumped down to new record lows. in April as the novel coronavirus. Severely disrupted manufacturing and services, pushing the economy into uncharted waters. There was an interesting call out of Morgan Stanley, or maybe it was J.P. Morgan. It was at 2 in the morning, so I'm a little confused right now, that said, Satellites show that smog is coming back to China, which if that means that's happening. People are driving, and factories are fired up. the factories. Which means some of the economic data that we're getting now, which is miserable, China hasn't been working essentially since they shut down in January. But they've been slowly getting back in April. So, some of the world data that we're going to see might start looking a little bit better. And yet, some of the world data we're looking at might start looking a little worse. There's a, a very morbid piece in the New York Times today talking about... You know, you think living without toilet paper is bad? Think about living without food. And they're talking about a lot of the world. There's been a lot of pork plants shut down due to COVID. Um, Probably doesn't mean what you think it means, like higher prices. Not this year. Higher prices next year. So as they slaughtered a lot of the pigs and hogs that next year they were slaughtering, they don't want to feed them this year. So... Does it translate to bacon? Not this year. Next year. 4.4 million Americans filing for unemployment. This has all hit each and every one of us, I think. But it is hitting families of small and mid-income, low and middle income, harder than it's hitting higher income. Um, Maybe a lot of the service jobs lost were ones that a higher income would work their way out of over a career. But... It's not good. The mayor of Vegas got on with Anderson Cooper last night, and she can't technically open Vegas because Vegas is part, it's an unincorporated thing of Clark County or something along those lines. It's not the easiest thing to explain. But she doesn't really represent opening of the businesses other than as a figurehead. She has no power. But she was downright confusing. And uh, I don't have an opinion on the right to work, the right to support your family, versus the you know, safety issue of the herd. I, I, don't, I haven't figured that one out. I'm just not smart enough. I leave that up to you. That's your moral compass. Um, I can actually hear both sides of the argument. But as Mayor Cuomo said, the only difference is, you may have a right to work, for sure, but you don't have a right to kill me. And this is a me situation. This is a we situation. One of the things that we're looking at, and Mark Cuban said this, is even when we do go back to work and when we do go back to restaurants, the cost to small business is going to be so large because suddenly they're going to go from stand-up desks right next to each other to stand-up desks six feet apart. Restaurant tables on top of each other to restaurants six feet apart. Now, is that exaggerating? And I think it could be. We don't really know. But a lot of what we do know, I don't see senior citizens going back to work anytime soon. Um, So people over 50, I know. If you're a member of AARP, I could see governors trying to craft, let's open up the television station to everyone except for people over 55. So no guests, no, no employees. I could see it. I could see the age discrimination lawsuits following it. But we don't know what we're looking at. You know, will I want to go out on a, a hot, sexy Valentine's dinner date if the waiter is going to take my temperature? <laughs> At least they're going to deal with lasers and not rectal thermometers, right? That would be no attractive. No, that would ruin the mood. But it does bring up a lot of questions of what's this all going to look like. Fortunately, the millennials kind of got the whole digital transformation thing going and food delivery. And the companies that are thriving right now are the companies that were appealing to millennials six months ago or three years ago, and they've got their systems in place. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial. Um, thanks for listening to the show. I do really, really appreciate it. And Abigail Disney, one of the granddaughters of Disney, Roy Disney, she said something interesting about Disney. She goes, she's a curse word that rhymes with hockey puck, about why didn't... Why doesn't Disney suspend their dividend and give those billions of dollars to the employees? But then again, are you going to take it away from my mother who's counting on that dividend? Great questions. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com or robloxshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Welcome back in, I think is the right way of saying that. Hopefully, you're not turtling. I'm going to get online later doing Facebook Live video. And maybe I'll start making those weekly or daily or something along lines and just a little bit more big picture kind of stuff. I'm here every day. I haven't taken a day off since this all began. I don't expect to, but at some point in time, I will. But also, I want to complement what I'm doing here with a kind of a more concise big picture similar to what briefing.com does new home sales dropped in the month of March. And you can find me on Facebook under cron 4 Rob Black. Um, And I'll post it to the KDOW.biz Biz um, Facebook page as well. It's just not KDW. but it's KDOW on Facebook. New home sales decreased 15.4% month over month in March. Woo. That is not a good number. It was the last thing I said before I went to break. If you don't think your home's gone down in value, you're wrong. It's just you haven't put it up for sale yet. Key takeaway from the report is that it wasn't as bad as feared. Although you did see COVID-19 shut down all over the latter half of the month. You're going to see weak activity in housing. New home sales in March by region compared to the prior month. Down 41% in the Northeast. The Midwest down 8%. The South down less than 1%. You say, I'd like to have what they're eating, until you learn that in the South, they eat grits. And you're like, oh, I don't want to have what they're eating. But clearly, they're still getting out and shopping for homes. And in the West, down 38.5%. Northeast, you can think of New York and Boston. The West, you can think of LA, San Francisco, Seattle. You get the idea. Our big cities, which do big business, are getting hit pretty hard. Median sales price of a new home increased 3.5% year over year. At the current sales pace, this is always important because we should see this climb. It would take 6.4 months to sell every single house that's out there right now. Last month, that data showed 5.2 months. When you put your house up for sale, you're still paying a mortgage, you're thinking about getting those proceeds and going somewhere else, probably. Um, you're not thinking, boy, this could be on the market for six, seven, eight, nine months. Because at six months you're firing your real estate agent. At seven months you're lowering the price. At eight months you're you're saying anything you want and the furniture's yours. It becomes more of a buyer's market as we creep above six months. And for years, we were at about two, three months of inventory. Percentage of homes priced at $399,000 or less accounted for 70% of new homes sold versus 67% in February. So, in a very slow, in a very small amount of time, people are buying more affordable houses. 3% is a large number when you're looking at, you know, 627,000 units. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, Jobless claims, obviously a big story today, but there's other big stories. Um, The recovery, Nike, Nike's lowering their prices pretty aggressively. And some companies don't do a lot of sales. And when they do, you're like, oh, that's not going to be good. Um, Target saying that their online sales are going great, kind of like a Cyber Monday, but very comparative to you know, the problem is is it's not TVs and iPods, things that make them big money. It's, you know, fruit fruit, <laughs> fruit doesn't have a lot of margin in it. Um, maybe it will one day. Um, so there's a lot going on. Um, Michael Jordan has been considered one of the greatest NBA players of all time. He's the richest former professional athlete in the world. He made less than $100 million playing basketball. But he's a member of the Three Comma Club worth over $2.1 billion. Um, He's had a lot of legal battles in his life. He's used his wealth in philanthropic purposes. As well as personal enjoyment. He owns huge houses, his own golf course, an NBA team, and multiple restaurants. Big documentary going on about him right here, right now on ESPN and its content. And it's really showing you how much, how starved we are for new content. That's an industry that has also shut down production of new content there's some parts of the United uh, some parts of the world that are still doing it and they're actually practicing safer measures which will be interesting. Maybe smaller casts, maybe more one-on-one scenes. How do you get around this? I don't know. Um, I tie in Michael Jordan because a lot of his wealth is tied back to the shoes and the brand. Air Jordans. Air Jordan's obviously being Nikes, right? He bought the Charlotte Hornets in 2010 for $175 million. And we've all seen how sports franchises have gone recently. The team's worth $1.5 billion now. Um, Not too shabby, but back to the shoes and the brand. I've never been enamored by Michael Jordan. He missed more shots than he made. I know you're saying, that's not fair. He made more clutch shots than anyone else. That's fair. I think it's a ball hog sport. (laughs) And if you have a killer instinct, it's well rewarded. Um, But talking about games and silliness for a little bit longer, because it's kind of a nice break. The people who make Fortnite, they're going to do a big Travis Scott concert tonight in the game. But they've also just raised $15 billion. Um, The Fortnite video game and owner of the House Party app has exploded in popularity during the pandemic. The House Party app, on its own, people are having fun with. And the video games, people are stuck, so they're playing more and more. <clears throat> so at some point in time, will they come public? Yes. They're not really there yet. There's ways of owning them through company, pump, companies that are public. Um, I tend not to say, well, you can go out and own Tencent, which is a, a Chinese company, which owns a significant portion. I'm like, nope. I don't feel comfortable telling you that. BMW is pouring big money into esports. You're going to see a lot of million-dollar prizes until we get back to work. in eSport, get your fingers ready. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. A lot of great downloadables there on COVID and much, much more.